This is the world's greatest Springsteen podcast with Fisherman and Tom. I am Fisherman, the bootlegger who pays the highest price. And with me, as always, and coming from a far remote location in Costa Rica, Tom? Yes, sir. Tom's coming to us from Costa Rica. Not even his world travels will keep him from recording an episode of World's Greatest Springsteen Podcast. We did not record last week because I was two miles from home and I couldn't record. But Tom's coming to us from Costa Rica. Uh, Lots happened this week, Tom. I think the first thing that we got to address right off the bat is Bruce's mother, the matriarch of the Springsteen, the matriarch. I think uh, Steve called her the matriarch of the E Street Band. Really E Street Nation, right? Uh, Adele Springsteen passed away at the age of 98. Yeah. Yeah, she had, um, I don't have the number of how, how many shows she's attended, but she went to a lot of shows. I don't think he always mentioned that she was there. But, um, and every now and then, uh, years back, she would be on stage, you know, dancing with Bruce and, or the camera would pan to her. And, um, yeah, I guess, um, she was suffering from Al- Alzheimer's. Uh, you, I think you, you said when we spoke earlier, it was for 13 years, maybe. On the second run of Broadway, uh, he mentioned that she was 10 years into dementia and the second run of Broadway was three years ago now. So, uh, yeah, 13 years into dementia and, and three years ago, he was talking about how she was still brightened by music, that music could still raise her mood, even when she didn't know what, you know, much of what was going on. She was still enthralled by music. And, uh, and yeah, he released a statement with, as you were saying, with a verse from The Wish as part of the statement. And yeah. uh, a sweet music video on most of the social media platforms uh, of him dancing with his mother on the porch. Did you get a chance to see that? No. No. Well, it's really sweet and uh, beautiful send-off. Of course, international news on every channel. You know, every news source I saw ran with Bruce Springsteen's mother has passed away. Uh, it knocked, just how huge he is. It knocked the Bon Jovi story off the headlines. 
that he was going to do music cares last night. We're, we're Saturday morning. We record usually on Saturday morning. Last night, we're going to talk about in a second. Bruce did music cares tribute to Bon Jovi. Is that what you're talking about when you say the Bon Jovi? Yeah, that was all over the news. And then when his mom died, you know, that was the top story. Well, he did make it. We'll talk about that in just a second. He did make it to the Bon Jovi uh, tribute and uh, and did some performing. Um, but uh, just to wrap up on the on the Adele Springsteen passing away, she was 98 years old and really, you know, yeah, we've seen her in video dancing with Bruce. He would bring her on stage or he would find her in her VIP seating and come over and dance with her. And uh, she really is responsible. You know, people say, oh, you know, she's responsible because of genetics and biology. But she also nurtured his creative side while his father was very forbidding of it. She allowed it to flourish and really instrumental in where we are today. Uh and uh, I just wanted to note that also. And, yeah, I mean, uh, they grew up, you know, he grew up with no money. And, um, you know, she, there's a famous story of her giving him some money that she really couldn't afford to give him. And he went and bought that guitar that he wanted so badly. And she got it for him. And if it wasn't for her, you know, who knows? So. Who knows? Could have been working on the working in the factory. Yeah. Um. So, farewell. A fantastic life lived. Ninety eight years old. Just uh, incredible. And the last fifty of it as the mother of one of the biggest rock stars in the world. Yeah. Uh. I mean, she was the mother of for the first twenty four years also, but it wasn't wasn't the biggest rock star in the world till like the last fifty. So, uh, yeah, Music Cares. Uh, Bruce had the Music Cares treatment several years ago. And, uh, many artists came and paid tribute to Bruce. Well, and he would sit, they sit there and they listen to other artists cover their songs, and then sometimes they come up. He had done it for Bob Dylan. Uh, when Bruce was there, it, uh, Sting played, and I can't even remember them all. Alabama Shakes, that was my favorite. She did. Adam raised a cane, I think. Was that right? I think she did. Adam I'm not. Uh, I'm not uh, remembering this music cares with Bruce. I, I, I'm sure I must have seen it, but my Sting, favorite. Sting played uh, the Rising, I think. Well, and... I think you might be getting confused with the Kennedy Center Honors because Sting did the Rising there. Oh, Sting did something else. There's a, a music here. Sting did something else. I can't remember what it was. And Bruce did Sting's also. He did Sting's uh, music cares, and he did Bob Dylan's music cares. I'm trying to remember who else besides Alabama Shakes and Sting did Bruce's music. Oh, Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder okay. did uh, did My City of Ruin. Oh yeah, I do remember Is that. Music cares that could have been the Kennedy Center too. Now I am getting them confused. There'll be all, yes, all kinds of disclaimers. It, but... There'll be all kinds of disclaimers on the screen after George Washington calls me to tells me tells me what we're wrong about everything. <laughs> <laughs> 
right. So last night was Bon Jovi's, and Bruce was there, and they did a Bon Jovi song together. I, I don't know if Bruce did his own, and they did one together. I haven't seen footage. Somebody sent me footage, but I don't want to look because Music Cares comes out every year as a TV special or a, a Blu-ray or something. And they come out in pro shot. So I'd rather wait and see the pro shot than see somebody shaky phone. I, I love shaky cell phone video for stuff that that's all there is. But when I know a pro shot is coming, I don't like to be tired of it by the time it gets here. Yeah. Well, I just read an article on it and I read the whole article thinking I was going to learn something, but it all, all the article talked about was the fashion and what Bruce was wearing and what, Paul McCartney was wearing and how Bon Jovi looked and that, how they all had gray hair, um, which is, and then, um, but it didn't list the names of the songs that they did. Cause at one point Springsteen sings with Bon Jovi on stage, but they didn't even tell me what the name of the song was. If it was I just saw, one. I saw a caption of what song they sang together. I don't, I don't know Bon Jovi's uh, catalog and I didn't recognize it. It wasn't runaway. That's all I can think of. She's okay. that, was, that was his first hit. She's a little runaway. I know he had bigger hits. I know he had, he rocked them all. He saw a million faces. It's living on a prayer. Living on a prayer. Uh, you give love a bad name. That's the one There's he played a... at the Christmas show, right? With Bruce? Uh, uh, uh. Not sure. There's a It's My Life that I think they've sung together. Not to be confused with the animals, it's my life. Which one's better? What's better? The animals, it's my life, or Bon Jovi's, it's my life. I would, I would have to go with the animals, but that is a good song. The one uh, that Bon Jovi does. I'm sure you've heard it. It's, it's a hit. I, I have heard it. I've heard all his hits, of course. Uh, I've always been like a Bon Jovi hater, which I don't really think he does necessarily deserves as bad as I've given it to him. And I really, at this age, I. I should probably take a deep dive and listen to the Bon Jovi albums. There's probably quite a few songs I've never heard. And maybe I should give them more credit than I ever gave them. They certainly became one of the biggest bands in rock history. Well, they've always been more of a, I've always looked at them as more of a girl's type of music, more where Bruce is more like what guys listen to. I actually saw him once, only one time in Tampa. And uh, I went with my uh, girlfriend at the time. And it was right before Richie Sambora left the band. So I got lucky. I didn't know he was going to leave. He ended up leaving not too long after that. But it was a good show. I have never seen him. But our local radio station came to my high school. Now, I'm 56. So we're talking about 40 years ago. They came to our high school and they were handing out tickets to go see Bon Jovi when that first album with the Runaway on it. I don't remember what the album was called. It might have been called Runaway. I don't remember what it was called. But it was before that song was even a hit. They were trying to fill the place. And they came to our high school and gave away tickets. And I did not go. And then about six months later, he was that song was huge on the radio. And I was like... That's that band they tried to get us to go see from at WRF came by this or WLLZ came by our uh, our high school to try to give us Bon Jovi tickets. And to this day, I've still never seen them. Damn. And now the tickets oh. are $300 to see anybody. 
I probably never will see. Well, I've made a decision to not go see any more rock stars that let their hair go gray. That's a weird thing. <laughs> rock stars, <laughs> they go gray. Um, so oh, speaking uh, of that, not really speaking of that, but did you get a chance to hear the new Billy Joel song? No, I haven't heard the song. I, I didn't even realize that it came out. I saw the press release that it was coming out, but I missed yeah. that the release date had come and gone. Yeah, it was February 1st, and um, it was it's very good. I was very busy on February 1st remembering the one-year anniversary of the kickoff of the 2023 Springsteen Tour in this arena back here in uh, Tampa. That's all I had on my mind. We viewed, I know you weren't around, but we viewed that show on my channel in remembrance of that show a year ago, and everything else was off my radar all day. But I will go take a look at the new Billy Joel song. Do you liked it? Yeah, I like it a lot. Um, yeah, I flew here um, February 1st, so I put it together. I said, man, a year ago, Aaron and I were in Tampa. That is right. We were both in Tampa. So uh, the uh, in addition to the Music Cares, this week uh, Bruce and Patty both sang together at an Olympic benefit. Yeah, um, the, the Equestrian Olympic Benefit. So um, it looks like they just did two songs, Glory Days and Twist and Shout. Um, I did see a clip of Glory Days. I'd be and, interested. Uh, I didn't see. I didn't watch the clip because I'm worried about the quality of the sound and stuff. I haven't had a chance to see it, but I would. I'd like to see Twist and Shout to see how that's done with just just the two of them and one acoustic guitar, just Bruce on acoustic guitar. Yeah, it was just the two of them up there. Um, actually, it looked like maybe they had some people playing some instruments in the background. Um, Might have been a house band or something for the event. It, it could have been like people from the from the audience. Like, I don't know. I, I couldn't tell. Um, yeah, it almost looked like a wedding reception set up. Get your So uh, also this week, uh, Max Weinberg appeared at one of the light of days and had some comments to say to somebody about the upcoming tour. Yeah, they just um, they asked him how Bruce was feeling. And uh, Max said he's feeling excellent. He said, I saw him about a month ago and the man is ready to rock. And uh, we'll be back in March. Um. Max said, if you can come see us, you will be supporting the Weinberg Retirement Fund. I'm sure what that is. And uh, he played with his band. He, uh, this was at the, I don't know if we said, it's at uh, Red Bank. 
a light of day show at the Count Basie. And he played Twist and Shout and Pink Cadillac. So Twist and Shout is out there in the universe pretty big time this week with Max yeah. playing it and Bruce and Patty playing it. Uh, do you think Max is hurting for retirement funds? I mean, aside from the first <laughs> half of the tour and the years of working in the rock and roll industry, he was on the Conan O'Brien show for years. That's a high page. I mean, I don't know what it's like to live as a rich person. I don't know how you don't have a retirement fund by the time you're Max's age. If you were working in TV for as long as he was at the level that he was uh, alone without all the money from the music industries and the tours. I know it's been a while since E Street is tour. Do you think he does these Max Weinberg jukebox shows because he needs the money? I can't imagine that they're not all multimillionaires. I and can't then, imagine um, that either. I can't. Well, Steve says he doesn't have much, but and I believe it because Steve throws all his money at his next project. You know, he's always, I mean, I, he does better than me. I'm worried about rent in three months. <laughs> I'm sure he's not in that situation, but he talks about how it, it at least took him a long time to put away any money because he was always reinvesting in, you know, he lost a ton of money on that sorcery, the summer of, of the summer of sorcery, the summer of, I can't remember what it was. His, the, when his band went on tour the last time, they kind of hmm. he kind of supported it out of his pocket. Well, Max is not spending his money on hair color, just like the others. And uh, I don't know if anyone else is angered by this, but um, and um, I don't, I don't know why you're obsessed with rock stars' hair color. Um, but there was that story recently that we covered when uh, Max apparently got ripped off because he, he gave his vintage car to somebody and. They, they took the money and apparently they didn't fix it. So maybe now he needs money. That that was a lot of money in my world, but it didn't seem like a lot of money. It just didn't seem like a lot of money. Conan O'Brien show. It was on four nights a week. How much per episode? I know it wasn't friends money. I know he wasn't making a million dollars an episode, but you know, I, I guarantee he was pulling in 10 grand a night, right? Must have been making yeah. 10. Maybe, maybe I'm way off. Maybe the band leader in a 12:30 a.m. network television show only makes five grand a night. That's still twenty thousand dollars a week. Why like can't eighty thousand dollars a month? Why can't he afford LASIK? Some people don't want to burn their eyes with lasers. Have you had LASIK? No, but I would if I needed it. I don't know. I, I I wear glasses, and if they told me they could fix it with LASIK, I'd be very worried. My brother had LASIK, and I don't think he was happy with the result. Hmm. I don't think it's an exact science. And they burn oh, your wow. eyeball with a laser. It's It's, it's worth a try. <laughs> the world's greatest Springsteen podcast is brought to you by LASIK. 
Yeah. Uh, so uh, well, there, was, there was one other thing in the week before we get to some of the fun stuff that we do here. And that was the new archive release out of the, I, I feel like it was out of the blue. I just don't expect it anymore, but they, they hit a first Friday for one. The last two months have been the second Friday on the first Friday of February. They dropped a brand new archive release, a ghost of Tom Jode soundboard from Akron, Ohio, September 25th, 1996. I was telling Tom before the show, I went and saw the Tom Joad tour several times. It wasn't the, these weren't the first. I'd already seen them in 95. But in 96, I saw September 24th in Kalamazoo and September 26th in Ann Arbor. But I went home in between because I lived kind of almost in between Ann Arbor and Kalamazoo. And, uh, and Akron was not on the way. So I went to Kalamazoo and then I went home and then I went to Ann Arbor and then I went home and uh, and I skipped out on Akron and that's the one they released. I wonder if they recorded the night before and the night after, if they were recording in Akron on September 25th. Did you get a chance to take a listen to the archive? Yeah, I heard most of it. So um, it was very good. I'm trying to think. Uh, he... He opens with uh, the song called, I guess it's by Pete Seeger, called Tom Jode or The Ballad of Tom Jode, um, which I've never cared for. And um, he skips for the first time of the tour, he skips The Ghost of Tom Jode, which is the best song on the album. Uh, and I'm trying to think of some, there were a couple of... Um, uh, there were a couple of songs that were that he hadn't played yet, but I can't think of them. I don't have the set list in front of me. Well, so. I'm going to bring up the set list here in just a second. I think there were a couple of tour premieres, I believe. He did sing the song about Cunnilingus. Which is Redheaded Woman? Yes. But he does the whole intro about taking your kids outside, right? Well, he did. He, yeah, it was a little, little PG-13. All right. So when, in Kalamazoo, he did a song called In Michigan, and then he played it again in Ann Arbor. But he didn't play it in Akron. He left out In Michigan, which was not exactly like in Freehold. Kind of like in Freehold, but not like in Freehold at all. Um, uh, so Tom Jode. Atlantic City, Straight Time, Highway 29, Darkness, Murder, Inc., Nebraska. It's the little things that count. Redheaded Woman, Shut Out the Light, Born in the USA, Dry Lightning, Reason to Believe, Youngstown, Sonola Cowboys, The Line, The New Timer, Across the Border, Does This Bus Stop at 82nd Street, This Hard Land, No Surrender, Galveston Bay, and the promised land before does this bus stop at 82nd street i believe it was uh he told the story about how he didn't do drugs and yet this song was like he had done drugs but and then he said he did re regret not getting into drugs but he just didn't does he say that he would pick a fight with god not that i can recall 
he might have dropped that bit by the time they got to late 96 he used he would say i the reason i didn't do drugs is all my friends who were doing drugs they were like oh you gotta do it you see, i saw god but oh I, yeah does he say that on this he didn't say it on this but i had heard that one too he says well i, I never wanted to see god if i did we'd probably pick a fight right one of my classic favorite Bruce Springsteen quotes of all time. Um, so that's the new archive. And I, I hope to listen to it this week. Maybe we'll talk about it more in depth next week. Once I've heard it just came out yesterday and there's no video to go with it. It's the first archive release in four archive releases that had no video to dub. So uh, I was busy with other things. Yeah, this is great that we got this. We spoke uh, maybe on the last podcast about whether or not he was going to continue and how many more we get before the tour started. So we got this one. Now we have a possibility of another one before the tour starts. There is one more first Friday coming up before the tour starts, and that's it. But it's the same month as the two as the shows, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll get one more on the first Friday. First Friday of March is the same date as the first Friday. Oh, no, because we're a leap year. So it's going to be off by, it's going to be uh, uh, the 1st, March 1st. It was February 2nd, but it's going to be March 1st. will be the first Friday. And a lot of times when the first Friday is the first, they don't do it until the second Friday, like in December. And, uh, or I think it was uh, November where the was the first was the was the Friday and it came out on the 8th. So it could come out as late as the 8th in March and then Phoenix is just 11 days later. Well, I have a prediction that the next archive will have the wish in the set list. We've got some uh some uh fun stuff here that uh Tom likes to make lists. And the first thing is sometimes these lists are inspired by an article that he read and decided that the author of the article was an idiot and he needs to fix their list. And sometimes they're just Tom's list. But we've got a few of them today. And uh, and we're going to start with uh, one that I think was inspired by an article you read. And that was Bruce's top love songs. Yeah, it's only three. It says three love songs from Bruce. Um, and uh, I don't know. So this is their list. Number one, I'm on fire. Then two hearts. And if I should fall behind. I think number three is a good, is a, goes belongs on the list. Yeah. Is it on your list? I know. Okay, your list is five, right? Um, yeah. So oh, is, just, is if I should fall behind on your list? Hang on. <laughs> I have to find my list now. I know I had it here. It's like, oh, I think I found it. Okay. So, yeah, I wrote five. No, I left off what they put off. You know, I didn't put anything. That left they off had. all three. Yeah. So here's mine. Um, so number five, Secret Garden. Number four is The Way. 
three, number three is I want to marry you. Number two, back in your arms. And number one, happy. What do you think? Well, I mean, if you only left off, if I should fall behind because it was on their list, I'd get that. But I think that belongs on any list. That for sure. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm, you know, I'm the unrequited love guy. So I think of songs like I'm going down and Isn't I want to marry you. What's that? Isn't that about Cunnilingus also? No, it's not. It's about getting dumped. It's about still feeling the heat, but you're not getting anything back. You're like, oh, no. I'm entering into either. Yeah, I'm either entering into the friend zone or I'm entering into the don't call me anymore zone. Yeah. So, you know, that's my experience with love. So those are a lot of my love songs. Oh, what about the one where uh, he doesn't want to hang up the phone? Put the phone. It's a, it's a tracks. You should know it. You know, I, I'm pretty well versed in Springsteen audience, but understand that I smoke a lot of weed. So it takes a long time for thoughts to get from where they're formulated to come out and make sense. Uh, so put your ear close to the phone. Oh, yeah. Um, Hearts of Stone. How about Hearts of Stone? Hearts of Stone. That's the one. Yeah, that's where that lyric's from. And that that's song comes right from him, his days in the in the phone booth. You like to talk about talking to his girlfriend in the phone booth. You know, All that's, that's love, right? That's how I see love. All well, night in the phone booth. Top five. I mean, we can't. Uh, there are certainly others. There that's, are. I'm on the fly. I'm just shouting out love songs. Yeah. For you. Oh, yeah. That's a great one. Um, I do have some other lists. Um, <laughs> let me see. There were the... Um, there's so many. I don't know if you want to hear all of this, but the, did I mention the top... The top 10 music videos? Do you want to hear those or no? I thought we were pushing that one to next week because you had top 10 celebrities who are obsessed with Bruce. Yes. And the top 20, I didn't want to skip on the top 20 men's names because last week we did top <laughs> so many female. I think we did top one female name, Wendy. No, Mary. <laughs> Mary <laughs> that was like the number one name last week. And so I wanted to do the, your top 20 list of men's names and also that other weird one. What was it? Uh, celebrities who are obsessed with Bruce and uh, save music videos for next week. Yeah. So can you think of any men's names off the top of your head? I did right before we started. Ralph. Okay. He's on my list, I think. Uh, uh, Frankie. But that's a chick, right? <laughs> I learned on our show last week, Frankie's a chick. Um, oh. there, is, uh, th there is a Frank that he mentions. In there one is of the a songs. Frank, right. Uh, what is it, Devils and Dust? 
No, try again. Well, who's the guy in Devils and Dust? Uh, maybe it's Frank. I don't know. But I wrote <laughs> down this. I wrote down this hard land. This hard so, land. Me and my sister. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, men's names in Bruce Springsteen songs: Spanish Johnny. <laughs> Magic rat. <laughs> uh, I'm sure there's more that will come to me. That's what comes to me. All right, I'll just I'll I'll I'll, I'll name them quickly: Davy, Daniel, Jack, James, and Danny. It says James and Danny. There's also a Dan. There's a. Uh, Eddie, Terry, Wayne, Adam, Joe, Kyle, Frank, Bobby, James Young. I don't know why I put his last name. Bill Horton, Jimmy Lee, Sonny, Tom, Johnny, Pete, Ralph. That's all I got for now. Wait, I came up with some more. Burt Reynolds, <laughs> uh, uh, James Dean. Uh, Junior Johnson. Uh, uh, who's the guy he tells to kill himself? <laughs> uh -oh. America's trainer. America's trainer. Uh, America's trainer? Isn't that Richard Simmons? No. Uh, somebody with an infomercial. <laughs> Sell it and they will come. Sir Dion shared all my late night friends. Hell, I dream to your head. And Tony Little, America's personal trainer. Please kill yourself. <laughs> I can't remember his name. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of male men's names in Bruce Springsteen songs, even some real people. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, the producer with Beats Headphones. It's not ringing a bell. <laughs> yeah, he's partners with Dr. Dre on Beats Headphones. The, he produced the first three albums. Oh, what's his name? It's from Ain't Good Enough for You. Oh, um, Jimmy Levine. Jimmy Iveen. Iveen. I'm I O V I N E. George Washington, man, he's like driving over here. <laughs> Gonna ram my house with his car. He's so, you know, he, he'll email me or he'll text me. But after he saw last week's show, he called, he had to talk to me right now. He called me to, I was like watching a movie with Dawn and uh, the phone rings and I didn't even recognize the number. I picked it up and he's like, I'm John Lee Hooker. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, GW is our unofficial fact checker, and uh, he lets us know all the little things that we get wrong in Springsteen lore. All right, so we did we we exhausted your uh, your men's name. So let's talk about your was it ten top ten celebrities who are obsessed with Bruce? Yes. Can you uh, name any off the top of your head? I mean, I don't know if some of them are obsessed or if they're just friends. 
or were were obsessed and then became friends. I know Tom Hanks was a big fan before they became friends. I know John Stewart was a huge fan before they became friends. Uh, there's that Irish director. I can't remember his name. He made a movie called She's the One, but he couldn't get Bruce's song. So he got Tom Petty to write him a different song called She's the One, but it was really based on Bruce's song. Uh, I can't remember his name. Um, ah, obsessed with Bruce. Uh, the newscaster. They became friends too. All you got to do is be obsessed with Bruce and become a celebrity, and then you get to be his friend. Well, what about us? We are not celebrities. Oh. We are at least 250,000 viewers away from being considered celebrities. Right mm, now, gonna... right now, if we go to a Springsteen show with 20,000 other Springsteen fans, two or three of them are going to know who we are. Yeah. That's as, that's as far as we've gotten in the celebrity uh, area. Uh, did, did I hit everybody on your list or am I missing a few? You named a couple on mine, I think, but um, here we go. Number 10. I'll just run down. Sean Penn, Rob Lowe, Ben Stiller, Danny DeVito, Ben Stiller, Artie Lang, John Stewart, Dustin Hoffman, John Cusack, Governor Chris Christie, and number one, Michael J. Fox. You know, one of those names is in the audience of the video I'm showing tonight, and the cameraman. It's an audience video, and the cameraman turns his camera on him. It's the uh, from 1988 in L.A. I'm showing a Tunnel of Love show tonight, and the cameraman right at the set break turns the camera, and sitting right behind him is Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. And that's on tonight's video that we'll be showing. And when you listen to this podcast, you'll go, hey, I want to see that, but it's too late. By the time I get this out, we will have watched that show, but you should be coming every Saturday night to my channel to stream a different Springsteen concert video with us. And, uh, and then you would have seen what we're talking about already. I wished I would have dubbed over Simon and Garfunkel. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Because a vision softly creeping Left its seeds while I was sleeping Just as the camera pans over, it's kind of silent. Bruce has left the stage and he pans over to to Dustin Hoffman. I really wish I would have had the foresight of mind when I made that video to dub in that. Uh, I can't think of any more. I think you covered them. Probably one that we were just totally forgot. We're like, oh, yeah, that guy's a huge. Oh, did you say Chris Christie? Yes. Oh, you did say Chris Christie. Yeah. All right. All right. So uh, I think that's everything we wanted to cover. You got time for a little hurdle? Can you hear good there in Costa Rica? I think so. You got a few minutes? We'll play you some, some rounds of hurdle. Sure. All right. I'll. Call it up. We'll play the first round of Springsteen Hurdle. All right, here we go for round one 
of Springsteen Hurdle. Bishop danced. That's exactly what I was thinking. Bishop danced. So I guess we're probably right, right? If we both came up with it. Very good. Bishop danced with a thumb. You have to take my word for it. Very good. Take my word. <laughs> I also got it in one note. I uh, believe it. All right, Tom. Round two. Here we go. You ready? Sounds very familiar. Could be my city of ruins, but I don't think so. You want to guess that? No, because that you're, you hold that against me. I don't want that. Well, I mean, if you guess it, it goes to the next clue. So it's just the same as just saying, I don't know, and going to the next clue. Let me just hear it again. I feel like it's promised land. No. All right, I guess we need to go to the next clue. You don't want to try my city of ruin? Is it always the beginning of the song? It's always the beginning of the song. Yeah, I don't think it's my city of ruins then. Local hero. Wow. Yeah. Nice job. Thank you. All right, Tom, round three. You're smoking today. Oh, sorry, I talked over it. Seaside bar, bar song. Uh, I would go with that. Um, I won't hold it against you if I'm wrong. I'm wrong. <laughs> I still, still sounds like seaside to me. I think it's on tracks. Could be my love will not let you down off tracks, but I'm not positive of that. I don't think it is. You were right. My love will not let you down. You are smoking that three for three. 
Give you one more. All right, Tom, I believe this is round four. And you're perfect. Three for three. See if you can keep it perfect in the last round. Springsteen hurdle. You can look, but you better not touch. That's what I had. Another perfect round of Springsteen Hurdle. Anybody wants to challenge Tom, just say something in the comments on one of the platforms. We'll bring you out, bring you on, see if you can challenge him. I wouldn't dare. I got a couple today. I was there with a couple, if you take my word yeah. for it. Um, so I think that brings us to the end of the show. Uh, the Springsteen family, my condolences, 98 years, man. That's a hell of a life. I know the last decade or so was not easy. Uh, Tom, is there anything you wanted to say before we sign off? Um, no, just uh, my condolences to the Springsteen family. Other than that, nothing. All right, Tom. Well, that brings us to the end of another World's Greatest Springsteen podcast. Just after the year anniversary of the 2023 tour when we met. I uh, hope you enjoy the rest of your vacation in Costa Rica. And uh, so for Tom, I'm the fisherman, the bootlegger who pays the highest price. And as always, the world's greatest Springsteen podcast loves you. <laughs>